Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach Mayor Bob Foster, as we continue our 21st anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. This is the first show of the new year. We're delighted and honored to have as our guest for the entire show, the mayor of Long Beach, the Honorable Bob Foster. Bob, welcome back to Straight Talk. It's a pleasure, Art. It's been a challenging year. We're going to go over some of the accomplishments, some of the challenges. But uh, the city has come out with this 2012 year in review booklet that, in fact, highlights some of the real accomplishments this year. And one of the ones I know you're proudest of, and, and I was there for the dedication of the new concourse at the Long Beach Airport. Uh, you spoke. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it, it's been a long time coming. We've uh, tried to modernize this airport for quite some time. And, you know, the airport we have is, is, is well appreciated because it's very efficient. The goal is to get you from the curb through security in 20 minutes or less. It was always like that. And the problem was it was convenient but not comfortable. You're in the hold rooms. They're crowded. In the summer, sometimes the air handling equipment couldn't really keep up. So now we now have a brand-new concourse. It is a resort-like feel. It's very Long Beach. Uh, you have an open garden court with fire pits and palm trees. You have two wings where the uh, gates are. And uh, you've got great waiting areas, very comfortable, Wi-Fi throughout. And all the concessions are all Long Beach companies. And with local pricing, too. No, lo lo no, no, no add-on. Local pricing is exactly what they charge uh, in their regular business. And... People have responded so favorably, it's, it's incredible. They love it. And I know when Mario Rodriguez, the airport director, came to town, the feud had like the Hatfields and McCoys between the larger airports, smaller, Hush 1, Hush 2. And in six months, he brought everyone together, and they came up with a fantastic solution that preserved the, the classic terminal that everyone loves, but now has these convenient uh, concourses. You know, I will tell you, the, the, the decision on reducing the size of the airport, I actually think even occurred before Mario got here, but Mario has brought a professionalism. Uh, he right-sized the parking garage. It was going to be a lot bigger than it is. And it's a he beautiful thought that was garage. Right. It's, it was done uh, three months ahead of schedule, under budget. Uh, the airport terminal is 89,000 uh, square feet. It started out in the original versions and some people for 135, 130. And you go there today and you look at it, it's very comfortable. You'd be hard-pressed to know what you would do with another 40,000 square feet. And uh, according to your brochure, it's the lowest-priced airport in California, second-lowest in America. That is correct. That's, uh, and, and, you know, we, uh, we're a very well-run operation, financially stable. And I will tell you, if any of those carriers give up a gate, there'll be a line to be able to come Some back. Some other great accomplishments during the year. Uh, Double uh, A rating for the city uh, paper, and uh, uh, a new port headquarters uh, for the next five years. Tell us about that. That was 
quite controversial. Well, one of the things that I'm most proud of, uh, Art, is you know, we've, we've really weathered a, a very substantial financial storm, the, the worst recession since the Great Depression. But what we did in Long Beach is we really stuck to principle. We said, look, we're not going to take one-time revenue and use it for ongoing expenses. We've only done that rarely and in, in specific instances. We, uh, we had proportional share. We reduced our budget in every department proportionally as we made cuts because we don't want to become a city that's just all public safety and no parks, no libraries, no public works. You can't have a city like that. So we, we really used some very strong uh, financial principles to do our budgeting. In addition to all that, we actually increased our reserves during this period, even during the period of Getting back to the port building, you vetoed the original plan of the port to build new headquarters uh, adjacent to the current uh, outdated uh, headquarters. I vetoed the port, uh, the port headquarters because it was way too expensive. And quite frankly, I think uh, it's better served to use port land for productive purposes. The port should be downtown. And, and symbolically uh, making it more part of the city, which yeah, I know has been correct. your marching thought for years. Yeah, look, I don't. nobody wants to be like Los Angeles where the, the port commissioners serve at the pleasure of the mayor. We don't want that. Uh, on the other hand, I don't want such a disconnect that they're not part of the city. They are, they are a city department. They started out with public money. You don't secretly want that? No, I do not. Okay. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't support an effort to do okay. that. Okay. I think I, for a business enterprise, I think it's important to have an arm's length relationship from politics. And I've noticed that it seems that some of the best run entities in this city <clears throat> are under separate commissions, whether it's the port, the airport, Long Beach Transit, uh, the water department. They seem to run pretty well where they're insulated from political control. Well, I, I would, you know, I don't, I, I would have argued that oil and gas, which doesn't have its own board, also is well run. Okay. And I would argue that public works is fairly well run. It, look, it's a different principle. If you're handling, if you have a big business enterprise uh, and you want to run by business principles, I think you should be not disconnected from politics, but at arm's length. And I think we've found a good balance in Long Beach. Having said that, uh, I don't think you should be ignore the fact that you're a city department. That you're part of the city, yeah. So anyway, the port then went ahead and was going to buy the World Trade Center, but uh, that was not approved by a majority of the board. Uh, your two appointees opposed it, and just recently it was announced that they bought uh, a building for a little under $25 million in the airport area, which is a little bit of a commute, but not exceptional, while they wait for a new headquarters, which in my judgment, the natural location would be when the old courthouse gets raised, when the Dumajan courthouse opens, that would be a great location for the port headquarters and maybe a new city hall as well because city hall is getting old. Actually, look, the issue here is not old or, or even functional. The issue is safety, both in the port building and city hall. Much more acute in the port building. The building is unsafe. In a substantial earthquake, it's likely to pancake. Yes. Yeah. So the employees had to get out of there. Now, look, I, uh, I will tell you, uh, I, I felt very strongly that it made no sense to buy the World Trade Center. It was overpriced. It, it was not a good purchase. Uh, and then when it got down to leasing, you look at the price of leasing the World Trade Center versus buying this building, which is a very good building, easy to secure, Use it as a temporary location for four or five years. And you might be able to sell it for more than you paid for I, it. I think, you very, I think you very likely yeah. would. Now, they've done that. I give them a lot of credit. 
look, it's a minor inconvenience. You've got a slightly more uh, longer commute. Yeah. You know, you're a little bit away from your asset. But ultimately, what I'd like, and I think they're now embarked on, is a procedure to build an iconic building downtown. Yeah. I'm not sure where it'll be, but they are putting together a process that I think will be defensible. Great. Well, we're going to continue this great conversation with the mayor after we pause for these messages. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation, part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life powered by Edison. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. Continue our conversation with Long Beach Mayor Bob Foster. Bob, let's look at some of the challenges of the city. Of course, the budget each year is a challenge. And again, uh, you've, you've had to uh, uh, make cuts. They basically were proportional cuts. But uh, uh, to your credit, you were able to get pension reform through, which was a major accomplishment that will benefit down the road. Yeah, pension reform is essential, and police and fire have agreed to pension reform. Uh, I'm happy to say I think we're very close with the last remaining group, IAM. I think they will hopefully agree to pension reform, and that will produce uh, all told from all the groups uh, about, if I remember right, about 230 to $40 million well, in savings huge, over 10 years. That's a huge number. It is. It is Without a big number. pension relief, we're perpetually under the gun. It's not sustainable, Art. Yeah. It had to be done. So, you know, we're very financially solid, and I think uh, I want to applaud all the employee groups who stepped up to do this. But one of the real impacts of the budget situation has been the continued reduction in police manning. Now, I've asked you this question on two prior occasions when you've been on the show. Let me ask it again. Would you agree that more boots on the ground means more safety for the city? 
Yeah, in general, but I don't know if that's the correct question. Look, let's let's be candid here. This is this city is has less crime than it did back way back to the sixties. And, and but, hang but, on, no, 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 no. I think this is important. I learned something when I after I became mayor. It's not just bodies. You know, it's a very simple equation. If you say we're just going to put a, a more police out I, in the street, I and take not keep your us safe. point on that. I know okay. it's technology. But ha having having said that, do I think that we could use that we need more personnel? Yeah, I think we. We can. had the chief on the show uh, a, a month ago, and uh, uh, crime figures were continuing to improve with less crime year after year. But now it's turned around. We've had the so-called perfect storm with a, with a recession, with the realignment and with the reduced number of police officers and crime now figures sadly are going up in our city and we asked the chief and he said if he could get back to the police manning levels of uh, many years ago which was close to a thousand that he could turn this uh, trend around and that's the chief saying and so you would agree that ultimately more boots means more safety uh, generally, but look, I, I, I want to be really clear. That's right. Yeah, generally it's correct. Look, let, let's let's look at what you're working off a really low base. Crime has ticked up a little bit, but you know, lately it's actually it's actually well, leveled the off of homicides again. Homicides is up. No, I, no, 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 no. Let's let's wait a little. No, let's wait till the statistics or the figures are in the end of the year. Look, it doesn't matter. Any a lot. One homicide uh, is too uh, many. No, I, look, it's, it, this isn't a numbers game, and it, it always, but you always have to put it in context. You're never going to have no crime. Let's be really candid. You're not going to, and you could put a police officer on every corner, and you'd still have killings. You'd still have crime. The point is to strike a balance. You you want to be able to put enough resources so that you provide reasonable safety for your city, and we're doing that. Do I want more police officers? Yes, I do. And, it, and we have an academy and, this year. And we have an academy, course. and I believe that because we've been prudently managed, we have not used a lot of one-time resources for ongoing expenses. I think we bottomed out, and I think there will be a time in the, in the near future where we can start now rebuilding some of the but services we've got. when you first ran for mayor, you campaigned on a platform hundred more. Of 100 more That's and correct. And you had gotten to 50, and I then the recession there. hit. And then things that, went and the I, other And way. I readily admit that's something I could not do. In fact, I believe it's the only thing I haven't been able to make good on. But, you know, I also learned a lot. It's not just numbers. Now, I, I want more police officers. Okay. Look, ultimately what I want, I want to provide the safest big city in California. It doesn't mean you'll always do that by putting people on the street. Because if we don't have street. a safe city, then everything else goes to hell in a hand. Yeah, I, 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 that's correct. It's safety, having safety allows you to do all the other things with the economy and with the kind of social things that we want to do. That's correct. Okay. So we want to be able to have enough resources to be able to be safe. And I, I, I fully admit, one of the first things I will do when we get additional revenue is start rebuilding the force. Okay. And let's turn to firefighters for a moment. There's uh, talk around town. Well, uh, the three-man truck uh, proposal is, I guess, on the table. No, we, we've resolved that last time. I don't believe the, we're deviating from four-person four okay. crews. I don't believe we're doing Because there's that. some rumors about going to the, to the L.A. County firefighters. That's not... No, I don't think okay. that's in the cards. I, look, I, I think you'll see a minimal of cuts in this next year's budget. There'll be probably some. Uh, I'm hopeful that by 20, fiscal 2014, we can be structurally balanced. You know, we always are faced with a choice that the political elite give us. Well, either more taxes or lower services, pick 
pick your poison. But it seems to me a way out is to have a more robust business development where we bring business in, we get more tax revenue, and then there's more to go around. We don't have to uh, increase taxes and we don't have to cut services. But Long Beach continues to have a non-business friendly reputation among developers, that they, many of them stay away from Long Beach because of the difficulty, the hassle. Other cities have open arms, A-teams and all. Why have we not been able to really lick this problem of making Long Beach a really business-friendly place. You must be reading old press releases, Art, because I don't believe that that's Long Beach's reputation any longer. We did have that. Uh, I will tell you, the LAADC, I think it was two or three years ago, named us the most business-friendly city uh, in L.A. County. And what we've just done, uh, and it, uh, it opened about three months ago, <clears throat> is we've created a one-stop shop. You now go for permits on the fourth floor down in City Hall, and you have a horseshoe, and you have it well signed. You go to Bismarck permits, business license. You go. To, everybody is there. It's a one-stop shop. We cut fees by one third because the process is more is, is much more efficient. And you now, the the culture there now has changed. Now you have people that want to facilitate you getting I hope started. So because no, it's not a question of hope. Go talk to people it's that have used it. It's not that you have to jump through these hoops. You don't. You, 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 uh, you do not to have help, to go. Not to, no, not the, I, no. The idea is to facilitate your either your remodel, your home construction, your new business, and you talk to people that have used this, and they I've got nothing but praise for this. Well, this that's is good. this is shorten the amount of time you have to you have to wait. It's made it more certain of to what you have to do because you still have requirements. And it's, it's lowered the cost. Well, that's good news indeed. But uh, as you uh, suggested in your answer, we did have a reputation of being business unfriendly that yeah. needed to be addressed. Absolutely. And, and it takes a while. It has been and maybe takes a while for the reality to catch up with the image. But uh, it's so important. Actually, it's, it's, it's worse than that. It takes a long time to, for the reality to catch up. Once you get a reputation for not being business friendly, you have to go, you have to do almost Herculean things to change that reputation. So if someone should face a problem, <clears throat> can they call your office and say, hey, we're getting the runaround? Every, everybody who, uh, anybody that comes to this city with a development almost always has my cell phone. And I will tell you, uh, they're not going to need to do that, but they certainly can. But we, you know, you, you can look even downtown with the new Molina project. That's going to be almost a thousand jobs coming yeah. to downtown Long Beach. Yeah. And, and we, press we worked hand in hand to facilitate that development, to get that done. The city did a very good job there. But the Molina is a part of this community and well Doesn't known. Doesn't matter. To, it should be But if some anybody. outside person from Arizona or Texas or whatever, go, they'll go, also get a first class we treatment. Don't, we, yes, we're, we, we don't distinguish between whether or not you're a friend <laughs> or an outsider. We, if you're going to come to Long Beach, and you're going to employ people, and you're going to conduct business. We want you here, and we will facilitate you being here. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing. 
more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. Continuing the conversation with his honor, the mayor of Long Beach, Bob Foster. Bob, a lot of talk about your future political plans. You're legally eligible, as you know, to run for a third term as a write-in, as Beverly O'Neill did. Uh, would you like to tell the audience today, at the beginning of the new year, what are your future political plans? Uh, they're a bit up in the air. I, I, I'm, look, I love being mayor. I think I've done a very good job uh, for this city. I, I do, do it the best way I know how. Uh, I'm thinking very hard and uh, giving it a lot of thought as to whether I'll run again. And uh, I'll, I'll make that decision before the end of the year. So by the time the this show air plans. shows, yeah, I'll have made that decision. And, you know, I, I need to do that with uh, consultation with my wife and my family to see if it's something that they want to do. Do you think anyone do. on the council can make a better mayor than you? I, I'm not going to. I think there are some very good people on the council. Uh, look. I have a record. My record speaks for itself. I, I think I've, I think I've done this the best way I know how, and I think people have responded to that. I love this city, and I've tried to make it better. I meant what I said in that, in that uh, Good Friday speech, where I try to make the road a little wider, a little smoother for those behind me. Uh, I think I can stand on that. It, it really comes down to a, a, a personal choice as to whether or not, uh, you know, my family and I want to pursue that. Uh, I'm giving it. Uh, I'm giving it the kind of thought it deserves, to tell you the truth, Art. You also uh, had uh, considered uh, a statewide office and even formed a committee, <clears throat> but is that pretty much off the table? Yeah, now? I don't, I'm not, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to pursue uh, any statewide office. I, I just decided that uh, I just simply don't want to do that. And I'm going to, whatever I do, if it's uh, either as mayor or in a private capacity, I'm still going to try to help this city and make it better. Bob, you've been mayor for six years now. Uh, uh, anything surprised you about, is it different than you expected in some ways? Just talk about uh, I, I know this is not the answer you want, but uh, no, I, I haven't, you know, I, in my business life, I've been around politics a lot. The uh, mayor was president of Southern California <coughs> Edison for a number of years and actually saved the company from uh, bankruptcy as other utilities did go bankrupt with the failed uh, state deregulation plan. So he was kind of a hero to the investors and the employees, but then retired. And you could have played golf and enjoyed your various homes wherever, and, and, but you decided that you wanted to be of service to the city. But you had been up in Sacramento a long time, so you knew the political yeah, I, system. I, I, know, I know the landscape, and, you know, and I, you give me too much credit, but uh, I, I, 
I know the landscape, and, and I, I've not been surprised by anything. Look, politics is a, is a difficult business. You really are dealing with both interests and passions and also the future. So people are going to disagree about that. You should never be upset because there's differences of opinion. Uh, where What I do and what I've done in this job is said, you know, I have a moral compass. I believe in what I think is right, and I will try to accomplish it. So my first question when I'm confronted with a problem is, what's the right thing to do? What's the best for the city? What's the right thing to do? However you define that. Now, I'm not saying that you don't overlay politics on that. Yeah, but it shouldn't be the other way around. You'll get many people at the first, the first qu answer is, what's the politics? So where are the interests? How do the interests line up? Yeah. I actually don't weigh that. So I think, to me, that's the right way to do things. Uh, I, don't, I don't always succeed in that, but I do the best I can. And I, as I said, whether it's mayor or as a private citizen, I'll continue to try to help the city. Uh, I will have an answer by the end of the year. And uh, I, I will tell you, this has been a great experience. I have, uh, for all sometimes the, uh, the difficulty of being in office and the, 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 you know, the, the goldfish bowl you live in, uh, I, I really have enjoyed it. It's been worthwhile. I sometimes think that when you look at federal, state, and local, that mayor and local is, in some ways is the best because it's where the rubber meets the road. As you move, get more removed, you get more philosophical, more uh, purist, uh, more loggerheads, more dysfunctional. But you can't afford to be dysfunctional at the local level. You can't be an ideologue and be yeah. in uh, be mayor or be, be in local government because yeah. you know people stop you in Costco. It happens all the time. And they're, most of them are very gracious. They go, you're doing a great job. Thank yeah. you very much. It's a great thing to, to hear that. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States, and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. those who are closest to you from our family to yours mccarty's jewelry since 1932 bill trainees mixes california style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world since bill is the chef the menu has a wide variety of pastas salads soups and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch and the italian-american signature dishes are simply beyond delicious you never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. 
For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. I believe that Mayor Forster has been a mayor committed to the best interests of Long Beach. He, uh, together with his wife Nancy, have been involved in the community fairs long before he was elected mayor, and I believe they will continue to be involved for many years after his term is over. Nancy has been an eloquent spokesperson for many causes and has been an honest and open advocate about the challenges of mental illness. While the mayor has had his missteps, I believe that overall he has guided our city well and such accomplishments as pension reform will provide long-term benefits to our city. It is my hope that the mayor will decide to run for a third term as a write-in to help complete the work he has started. Whatever he decides, we should thank Bob and Nancy for their service to our city, and we thank you. Well, thank you, Art. Very gracious. I, I do want to say that I couldn't have done this job without uh, Nancy's support. She's been a great first lady, uh, and she's done an awful lot for this city. Yes, she and, has. And she's, she's, she's really beloved and well-deserved. Yes. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you at home for being our guest. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.